All right, we're here, episode number one, 2022. Today's January 20th. January 20th? 19th. 19th, fuck. Okay. Uh, and so I want to start off by introducing myself because this is episode number one. Um, my name's Joseph Scott. I go by Joey. And I'm a biology major at University of North Florida. And I'm 21 years old. And I'm joined today with my co host, Tanner. My name is Tanner Powell. I am a junior at UNF. I'm studying building construction. And I'm 21, just hanging out, having a good time. And our very special guest today is. I'm Stino. Mr. Stino. Mr. Stino Skur Paskalakis. That's right. And uh, we have a lot to get into, don't we, Stino? So, first of all, how are you guys' classes going right now? Classes are going easy, too, right now. Really? Very good classes. Because entrepreneur class, we're on Shark Tank the whole time. Shark Tank? Hmm. That's pretty cool. Classes are going good. I'm just, my professors are awesome. As I, like, get further and further into my major, my professors seem to get cooler and cooler and cooler. Like, they're not, like, stuck-up, like, PhD guys. Like, all my professors are, don't have PhDs. They're just, like, normal people. I feel like those are and the And they act like normal chill, people. Yeah, like, yeah chill they, professors. They the, the, it seems like the higher your status is at the mm-hmm. school, the more of a hard-ass you are. Yeah. This, this one guy, the very first day in class, he was talking about uh, drinking, snorting cocaine. And he said after about 5 o'clock on Friday to basically Monday morning, he said, do not email me because I'm probably having a mixed drink somewhere on the beach. Yeah. He just had that really cool, cool vibe to him. I'm glad to hear your classes are going good. Stino, you, um, so you and I, we used to live together, right? You want to talk about that? So you and F, his (laughs) school life was very interesting when I first started out with this kid because he, um, is probably the most interesting roommate you can have. Um, yeah, if it's not him, you know, up at 2 a.m. playing 2K, it's something else. I just remember having to wear uh, headphones and a mask over my eyes I to go to sleep at night. It was rough, man, and we lived with Anthony, and so that did not help. But, um, you know, talk about um, your living arrangements now. Now that you're away from that, you're living on your own now, right, with Anthony? Yeah, me and Anthony are living together now, but we're doing well. Yeah, tell us about, um, you know, what's going on in your life right now with your apartment, um, you know. I love the apartment, very nice place. It's right in the middle of everything, so I don't have to go anywhere. To the town center? Allegedly, don't do it. (laughs) Allegedly (laughs) town center. But, uh, yeah, it's right in the middle of everything, and it fits my schedule perfectly because, like, Obviously, not everything closes, but like when I want to go on a late night run, it's got lights everywhere, security guards everywhere. Like it's insane because it's right by a mall where there are always security guards. I feel so safe. There was one time actually, it was, I don't think I've ever told you this. There was a time I went on a run and I was on the phone with my dad. He called me. Like it was crazy how it happened. But I can't hear anything. Then me and my dad hang up. Da, 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 da. I had headphones on, probably like 6 9 whoever I was listening to. <laughs> right. So there's loud music. And then I see like cop cars go right by me. I'm like, oh, okay. So I just keep running. And then like I'm like running really fast. So, you know, I'm built like that. So, <laughs> and when I'm running, these cops like are apparently talking to me, like yelling at me. I don't hear that. I just keep running because I think I'm leading them. I don't know how they don't see my headphones on running and then I get tackled I just get tackled oh I'm like, shit I'm like what the hell is going on right now so then like I'm like moving around I'm like I take my headphones off I think I'm getting robbed like 100% <laughs> I'm getting robbed like uh, oh well like, right yeah. so then these cops just uh, they go like they put me they detain me and stuff like that I'm like what do they know I did like, like not like what, what did they, they find what out they, what did they find out I'm not gonna incarnate myself I go I'm gonna be a lawyer I just like I just don't say anything like, they were looking for, like, like, it was insane. Then, after that, like, they talked to me. They're like, let me see your ID. I didn't have my ID on me, so that's even more sketch. So then I go to my apartment. They came with me. 
Anthony's like, why the hell did I stop here? <laughs> like, right. So then we go down, I show them my ID. They're not, I'm not who the person they're looking for. But the funny thing is they were looking for a shirtless white male wearing black shorts. And I was wearing black you were, you were shorts, wearing shirtless geez. on the run. So they thought I was a completely wrong person. And then like, and they just went and thought, and then they just left. I was like, okay, well. That was fun. <laughs> and they gave they gave plenty of time for the real guy to get away. Oh, yeah. Because and they I, were messing with you. Yeah. I That's recalled crazy. my dad. I'm like, can I sue? And they were like, he was like, no, he messed with this bitch. And so I'm like, damn. Oh, well. So, so aside from that situation, <laughs> um, would you say you overall are happier that you're living oh, off campus now? I wanted to kill myself when I was at Oh, yeah. Paul, you had the worst Paul living arrangements. Paul was the worst place so I've ever people, seen in my So for people that don't know, um, University of North Florida has obviously multiple different building complexes, and you know some are better than others. Oh yeah, um, to say the least. There's one in particular called Hall, which um, somebody almost died in, right, or something, something crazy. Yeah. Something People were bleeding out in the showers or something because they were cutting their feet um, on the sh- the communal bathrooms that they have communal, to share. Communal, communal. Yeah, communal. which is awful. Um, and then you you don't have a separate room or anything, right? You're like You're in a very small two space. Feet away. Like, as far as I am to you. You were sleeping like that. That's yeah. crazy. And he had a girlfriend too at the time, and they like it was just like three people living in uh, <laughs> two by four. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's awful, man. A shoebox. It was, it was really tight when I would go in your dorm. It was it was really small. Oh yeah. Was, yeah there was no good. space at all. Yeah. I remember it. Like I had an Xbox, and I could like move, I could move to my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, sucks, landing man. where we lived was a mansion compared to hall. Really? It was, and so what was worse, hall or uh, fountains? So Fountains is the other one that is I would say a single room, right? Hall. And it's smaller. I would say Hall's worse. I've never lived in either one, but just They're both communal bathrooms. I lived in both. So they're both communal bathrooms. The one you have to share with multiple like both genders, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but and then the other it's like it's eight. So it's eight in both genders. And the other one you share it's uh, you only share two. Right. Like two people. So I would say, because it was my own area too, like it, it, it humbled me a lot, I'm not even gonna lie, because I'm used to all these stabbing <laughs> Of course, yeah. I'm used to everything, and like everything being there, big rooms, big houses, whatever, and I was put in this like jail cell, and I just had to, it, it was fun, but it was, like, it, it humbled me a lot, so I needed that. I yeah, man. Fountains or Hall? Fountains. Both. Hall, I just wanted to kill myself. Fountains humbled me. Yeah. So I would say it probably goes hall and fountains. Myself, I had to share it in hall. Yeah. Weird. No, that makes sense. Well, what's weird sense. to me is fountains is the nicest of the no. dorms. Uh, exterior wise. So, exterior exterior wise. wise, but like fountains is almost like its own like little area. Like area. I it's mean, there's there's yeah. a freaking restaurant down there. There's well, the there's like ping pong tables. Oh, he yeah. was there during COVID too. To keep uh, that in so mind. I, I can't really give a fair share, but. But we yeah. could still say overall, hall is the worst. Yeah. Agreed. No matter what, I would rather live on the street than hall. <laughs> so hall, fountains, landing, okay, and then villages is great. Villages is really nice. Yeah. it's like a like it's like an apartment like this. Yeah. I was amazed. Flats is the best though. Flats say. definitely the best. Flats is basically an apartment complex. Yeah, they, I will say this though. You know, if it's not you know a fire catching at the fucking UNF stadium or um you know a pipe bursting. There's a robbery of flats constantly. Every, every, yeah, Dude, there was just that? a robbery of flats like three days ago. It's fucking crazy, man. Anthony got, uh, my roommate, he got, uh, his apartment got robbed too. Like, nothing was stolen from his, but his roommate, they got a couple things stolen from him. I'm that like, is wild, bro. Imagine not locking And it's door. such a typical thing. It's probably one person just keeps robbing. Same fuckers. <laughs> every, every time, like, like UNF, like, and they send, like, an alert out, and it says, like, there was a robbery, whatever, here, it always says there was no sign of forced entry. So are motherfuckers just leaving They're their just, doors unlocked and like someone so. takes advantage of it? I just know it's a really bad thing over there. <clears throat> but that's crazy. You also mentioned um, you mentioned lawyer. So you have an actual lawyer that is personally for you, right? Yes. Did you get that because of any legal things or was it because of your music? Well, so for I those, you want me to say this? Yeah. Okay, so for those who don't know, um, Stina was a recording artist for a while. Yeah. Um, and he, he used to make music, uh, rap specifically. Um, he had all kinds of uh, different things lined up project-wise, including some features with some pretty notable rappers, such as Julio, right? Ooh, I'm a lot bigger than Julio. Like, What's bigger than Julio? Drake. No. Uh-uh. I can play for you right now. You have a feature with Drake. 
I have. Did uh, you buy this feature or? <laughs> okay. Wow, that's I'll crazy. Show you no, I believe I believe you. You have you, you have DM stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And this is on your main uh, performer account. Okay, that's well, crazy. I, I switched my performer account to a loyal account, and I want to be. Able oh, to I see. I see. Okay, so the what happened to the music thing then? It was just not a good industry, and I don't want to get too into detail with people listening. But it was just not a good industry. Like, if if you get into that industry, if anyone wants to get into that industry, I would highly recommend you don't because I've made it in that industry and I know what it takes to make it in that industry. And it's not what the normal person wants to do. It's not. It's more work than the average person no, wants to commit. Not, not like that. It's just un unmoralizing. Un, you're not yourself. Unethical yeah. a yeah, little bit. Unethical. You don't. You can't be. I couldn't be Steno. I had to be. Lord skirt, and it's not even my version of Lord skirt. It's inner, it's uh, it's like those industries, those people, their versions of who I want to be, and they take half the money too. So yeah, I said I'm gonna be an entrepreneur. I'm gonna be a lawyer. I'm gonna be a businessman and make 100% of my profits rather than 10% of my own brand. So how's that going now for you? This great, week? amazing. Everything's on target. My all my businesses are going really well right now. Yeah. You're 20 years old? Yeah. 20 and he's already working on his businesses. That's good, man. And your, your major is what again? Uh, criminal justice. Criminal justice. So so where is that going to translate into? You want to go to law school? Law school. Okay. 100%. That'll be interesting. I could definitely see Stino, you know, busting some balls in the courthouse. It's easy, too. Like, everyone's like, oh, school's so hard. School's so hard. It's, dude, criminal justice. Criminal justice is cake. It's like, cake. Yeah, like, oh my god. I'm actually, so I started off being a, psycholo a psychologist. I want to be a dolphin trainer for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this man. Like, that was my goal in life, be a dolphin trainer. See what I, I think you told me that. You went to like SeaWorld or something? I went, and I went to uh, Panama City for this one girl, and I was bored there, so she stood me up this one time, and um, I was like, there's a dolphin training right there, and it was like, you don't find those anywhere. You can't swim with the dolphins anywhere. So I'm like, okay, I drove all this way. I'm gonna go do that. It was like a hundred bucks. So and, and that's I, what made you think I need to be a dolphin I trainer. Need to be a dolphin trainer. I have pictures too. That's so funny. <laughs> On one of your um, song covers, it was like you, you know, would yeah, yeah, I saw that. that it's Isla Boy, right? Island Boy. I know that <laughs> shit. I'm a fan of Lil Skirt, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where it started, and yeah, now I have real goals. <laughs> real, that's Nothing good, against being a dolphin trainer. Right. I love those people. But <laughs> now, um, right now, you have a business thing where you, you were selling weapons, right, or something like that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm speaking out I of can either confirm nor deny that. Okay. Um, if you were hypothetically in that domain, um, how would you say that would be going? If I were in that domain, that would be a really fun domain. But uh, it would be going good. It would be going That's good. Like I really mean, good. Yeah, I've actually learned a lot. My, It's not my business, but I have bought a percent of the business in... So it became my business, and now through a couple things, it's it's exciting. I learned way more than I ever have, and I've shot a lot of guns, and I've just learned a lot that I never thought I would be a gunsmith or something like that. Allegedly, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all this is alleged. That's very cool, man. I'm happy to hear that. That's also working out. Yeah, we um, <clears throat> as far as like aside from the business stuff and aside from um, school itself, extracurricular wise. Um, how's Theta Chi going? Theta Chi is good. So, for people that don't know, don't know. Theta Chi is a college. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a fraternity. And it's just, like, it, it was the best decision I made at the time. So great decision. So, you're pro-rush. Rush, Theta Chi? Yeah, 100%. No, not rushing those grads to haze to haze. We, we don't haze ever. Like, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Like, you know, I was winking right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, Theta Chi, just, it's different. It's like, uh, it's just good brotherhood. Like, if I, if I wasn't at Theta Chi, especially at UNF, I would have no friends at all. Zero. Like, if you go to FSU or UF, those bigger ones, where it actually costs, like, two grand, three grand to be in a frat, I think that's a, com like, I don't think, that, I think that's a rip-off completely. Yeah. But here, it's, like, 300 bucks. That's not semester. bad for dues. Imagine how much you would pay 
like at FSU or something. In a, like if you were in a in a frat, imagine how much you would pay to pay for your frat and then also for your tuition, your books, and if you stay on campus too, dude, you would be just spending I was ass loads of money. Cost, uh, four grand. One of my buddies was paying four grand to be in Pi or uh, Sigma Chi over there, and I'm like, dude, like a semester. So that's <laughs> eight that's grand crazy. per year. That's eight times four is. Yeah, you make great connections, especially at those bigger places. But like, is it really worth it? Not, not twenty four grand worth it. I mean, the connections my guys have made with me, it's probably worth that much. But yeah. not, not over. Like, I mean, it depends. Like, what well, um that craft guy who owns the Patriots, he's a GDT. The Miz is a Theta Chi. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know Trump. I think Trump was in a frat. <laughs> Uh, Trump probably was in a fucking frat. I would have looked that up. Keep talking about it. Uh, And, yeah, frats at smaller schools are the best things you can do because, what, you can't, like, I I used to be, like, not that talkative. Social. Yeah. Yeah. You knew me before I was in a frat. I did. You knew me after. I'm the same person. Like, let me change people. But it definitely helps you get better. And we do not haze. We do not do anything. Yo, so I looked it up. Donald Trump was not in a frat. But guess who was? Who? Obama. Oh, that's who it was. Obama was in a fraternity well, called yeah, like, Alpha Pi Omega? Alpha. APA, oh, bro. APA. That's so funny. I mean, I can see Obama being in a frat. He's probably smoking hella weed and <laughs> chilling <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> that's funny, man. He was definitely the weed plug for, oh, yeah. for, <laughs> yeah, for his brothers. <laughs> yeah, actually, speaking of, of Theta Chi, they came into my work yesterday. I work at Buffalo Wild Wings right now. Um, yeah, they came in. I saw Pete. Um, Pete, Pete was well, there. I saw Nick too. Damn, they went Yeah. Damn. Actually, this wasn't yesterday. This was this was Monday, so the day before. Um, okay. Yeah, they came in and they had a t- huge table. There was like probably like six or seven guys there. I'm probably all in data chat. I was yeah. not invited to. You know what? Yeah. Stop <laughs> <laughs> You got something you want to get off your chest? Yeah, you know what? Since I wasn't invited, that's it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I think we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get right back into it. Um, if I had a plug right now, or a commercial, or a sponsor, I would definitely put it right here, right now. Right now. <laughs> uh, but we don't have one, so uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Steno on this podcast. back um, with our segment with Stino. Uh, Stino has informed us that he wants to get right into the nitty-gritty with politics. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, Stino, um, where are you from, like, initially? I'm from Greece. Like, you were born in Greece? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's technically I was born in Greece, technically I wasn't. It's complicated. When you get baptized there, you're reborn. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so you're a Greek Orthodox Greek Orthodox Greek, okay. Greek Orthodox Christian. That makes sense. And I'm from this, the bigger island is uh, Mani, and it's a small island. I'm from called Creonetti. It's cold water. Say that again? Creonetti. Creonetti. Can you speak fluently? Yes. Could you say, um, Tanner, your forehead is expanding? Hmm. That's a complicated word. Right. <laughs> I think you need something a little simpler. You're right, you're right. Um, say, you're drinking apple juice, so say, that apple juice was great. Okay. That's I'm, pretty good. I'm, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. That is pretty cool, man. I love apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I picked up French in high school. That's the only other language I know, though, a little bit. I know no foreign language. I took Spanish 1 and 2 in high school, and they said, if you don't take Spanish 3, that's going to maybe discount you from some colleges. And I said, okay, whatever. I'm he not said, taking Fuck Spanish three, <laughs> and I know pretty much no Spanish. I can say my name in Spanish, and that's it. Right, the I can, very I, basic sentence. I can say hello, you know. I'd hope you at least be able thank to say you, that. Yeah. but like two years of Spanish. Too. Put put real like Spanish sentences together. No, 
there will come a day, Tanner, where you meet like a Latina or something, and it's it's and really gonna piss me it's off. It's gonna piss you off because she's Spanish. gonna be looking for her little gringo. Yeah, and it's not gonna if, be you. If I if I knew Spanish, I would have her. But you would. It's all good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we have the same Spanish. Oh yeah. I was gonna ask so, you. That so, again. so funny story about uh, foreign language. This didn't happen to me because I'm not foreign. But I have a, a friend. He he was from Canada. So in Canada, they speak what do they speak? French, I believe. They speak can, uh, Canadian French. Okay, so like they speak like a, like a dialect of French, whatever. Yeah. Well, he had to take a foreign language class in America. So, what does he take? He takes French because he speaks French and he speaks English. Yeah. And he said that he was correcting the teacher on how to say things really? in French. Yeah. yeah. And and he would always say that she would get so pissed at him. And he's like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling you the way it is. We used to fuck with our teachers back in high school, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, Steve and I went to the same high school. Um, the funny thing is about uh, our Spanish class, is he knew I didn't know Spanish. He knew I didn't care for learning Spanish. But he, Mr. Hazelwood, yeah, yeah. Mr. Hazelwood. Senior Hazelwood. Allegedly, of course. Mr. Hazelwood. <laughs> would uh like during a test if I didn't know like let's say it, actually it's funny you said apple juice because during a test there was one time it was like apple in Spanish I had no clue no clue and he goes mido and I'm like what like it was like the Spanish word and it was like translate this to English and then he was like and then he I was like I'm so lost what is this and he was like mido and I'm like oh apple but and he would like tell me in Greek. But he, I'm still learning a second language. He did his job. Wait, wait. So he also spoke Greek? Yeah. He spoke so he spoke Greek. three languages. Wow. Then. How many languages did Hazel would know? He spoke like eight. But I even asked what? Him, That's like, impressive. Like, like not even like, he's probably better than me at Greek. He should have been teaching universities or something, bro. Yeah, like, fucking... he was way better for his, for Lopez, dude. I don't like Lopez. We went to a private Catholic high school called Father Lopez. And Stino and I kind of knew each other, but we didn't really get to know each other until senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we had a weightlifting class where we didn't do shit. <laughs> Especially Steno. He would just <laughs> chill on uh, the exercise balls, you know, and, and just hang back on his phone. And look busy. Pretty and then we'd, he'd go shoot hoops or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember that particular school being a very weird environment to grow into. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't surprise me that they had, like, underpaid Overqualified staff like Hazelwood. Oh yeah, that's interesting. So he, do you know what other languages he spoke? He spoke Italian. I know he spoke like Hungarian, like Georgian. Like he spoke Georgian. Like, yeah, these like weird languages. What the like, fuck? I have a best friend who's from Georgia too. Not yeah, East the country, yeah, the country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it was just like weird. Like he just he was genius. Like and he was like we we actually met up in Greece one time. Like I was in Greece, he was in Greece. Like he used my school email. Some reason, for some reason I still have <laughs> He was like, "Are you in Greece?" He told me you're coming this summer. I was like, "Yeah, I'm in Athens right now." He's like, "Oh, I just flew into Athens." I'm like, "All right, let's go see." Because like, yeah, I was like, and then me and my family met him. It was so funny, and That's... yeah, Mr. Hazel was just a goat, like certified goat. That is really cool. <laughs> Who was your favorite teacher, like growing up? Whatever, bro. Whatever matters to you. You know, some people don't give a yeah, fuck about learning. About some that. people just like personality. The, the chill vibe of a, a good teacher. Or like a really bad teacher, you know? Are we talking about college or are we just talking about well, high school? Well, for college? Steno, I meant in general. Um, uh, like we were talking about everywhere. There's a guy named uh, Stefan Boca. This guy was a goat. He was at UNF. You know Stefan? I don't. What's uh, he teach? He teaches like this, this movie class. And so this movie class? I took him when I was your roommate. Really? Yeah. And he, we just watched movies and we just talked about it and like it was and he was just so cool and I had a problem going at the time I talked to him about it he helped me with it and I was like this guy's a goat that's interesting and from high school I liked uh what's her name Gloria Chandler oh Chandler like she like I don't like she she inspired me to write a I thought you were gonna say Wachowski oh <laughs> never speak that name again <laughs> yeah we had we had a rough teacher named Wachowski Tanner and she was. I'm not gonna say anything ill will on her, but uh, she was a character. Say, you can say whatever you want. 
She was a character. She was bad. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. No, she was a bad. So character. so Chandler for high school and then. Um, she inspired me to write a book. Did you write a book? I did write a book. You wrote a book. Mm-hmm. You want to plug it? What does that mean? What is? <laughs> plug it like. Do you want to like promote it right now? Well, it's not out yet. It's done completely. I'm waiting on the publisher right now. Okay. It's called the mentor. Oh my god, I love it. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic Steno, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great book. Everything okay, I do want to publish it and I almost forgot what I was about it. But everything about this is the first podcast I'm actually talking about the book. Yep. I will be I already got my editor sent this to the people who do like uh what is that called when the book has that star next to it? It's like it's a it's a good I know nothing about books. Like you don't read books? Kind of no, I do not read books. Thing? It's like New York Times bestseller or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. So they're putting me for that already. I feel like everybody Dude, gets every, that. Every everyone single that, book in the history of books is the number one New York Times yeah, bestseller. Yeah, literally, that's what it is. So I will be the New York Times <laughs> <laughs> bestseller. So Did that. he say what is required to qualify for that? It has to be a good book. It just has book. to be a fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> it has it to be a printed book. <laughs> A bunch of printed pieces of paper that somewhat make sense, and yeah. you can you can yeah, read New York Times bestseller. That's it. And they've already asked me to speak at some events, and I'm like, you guys haven't even read my book. Why are you letting me speak? So give us give us a summary. It's without spoiling your actual book, because you know people gotta buy that shit. For you, it's a good summary for you. It's basically my life story on crack. Like everything happened. Not literally on crack, but like no, not on crack. Yeah, not, not no drugs at all. But like everything that happened. And the book happened in real life, in my life, like, around the same time, or like the year before. And the mentor, basically, is somebody, it could be a real person, it can't, it can't be a real person, as long as they love that, but, uh, like, in, it's basically, like, me going through life, and having somebody showing me what to do, how to do it. And it's not even, like, for me, because I made it so broad, that's why I say it's, like, exaggerated, because let's say, uh, somebody... Uh, robs a bank. That's not. That's a very niche uh, area. Like, right. Not a lot of people can relate to that. So what I did, let's say somebody robs a bank, I would say somebody went. Somebody is having money issues because everyone has money issues. So like, I would make a scenario and make it like fit everyone. Like from going from make like, it relatable to exactly to yeah. most people from like a two percent relatability to like a ninety eight percent relatability. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Because then you can learn with the with the lessons and teachings that are in that book. You can put them to your daily life, and then you can succeed and become the best person you want to be. So, <clears throat> let Joey understand this, okay? Stino Paspalakis, author, rapper, lawyer, potential dolphin trainer, <laughs> um, psychologist. psychologist uh, I forgot anything. Gunsmith allegedly. Allegedly gunsmith. Um, is there? Businessman. Businessman. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> it's sort of the same thing. That is that is quite the portfolio that you've gathered for for being a twenty year old. My birthday is in ten days. Ten days. Whatever time it is right now. And and do you have anything planned yet? I'm going to Vegas the third. Really? Yeah. Who are you taking with you? Uh, a couple of my clients. These these alleged clients, bro, they're so lucky. Yeah. They're so lucky. And we're just happy to go to the beach bars. We yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's our weekend. Yeah, I just talked to my teacher. I was like, yeah, I won't be here for this week. And she was like, she makes me a lot of information. Like, I, I'm respectfully. Like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to Vegas. Like, I might take his book. Like, I don't know what's going on. Do you know where you're staying? Yes, at Caesars. Caesars Palace. I, uh, I've been to Vegas three times now. Uh, all when I was younger. Yeah, when I was doing martial arts back when I was like 13, 14. Ooh. Yeah, I was competing out there in the summertime every year, three day, for three years straight for martial arts. Yeah, Damn. yeah, I was competing. That's where I met Chuck Norris and all that. Um, that yeah. yeah, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm a martial. Oh, I was a martial artist. I don't really count as one now. I don't think because I'm not practicing it. But I made it to second once, degree black belt. Once a martial artist. Yeah, once a martial <laughs> artist, and um, I was studying Chung Kook Do uh, back in Florida, and we would compete once a year uh, all over the country, but mostly Vegas was the big tournament. Um, and Chuck Norris would be there. Um, a bunch of other like higher up grandmasters were there. They they'd watch us compete. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we stayed at the South Point Casino, which is a little further from the Strip. Um, it's like further south, I think, from where you'll be. The Caesar's Palace is really nice. I've it been is. A couple times. It, it's like the. Oh yeah, you've been to Vegas too, I've, right? I've been to Vegas twice. Um, 
I actually just went uh, over winter break. Yeah, you want to talk about that? How old are you? 21. Okay, I was say, you're going to be older than 21. And uh, I didn't gamble any. I, like, honestly didn't have time to. But uh, we went to, we went to a bunch of the, you know, the hotels on the Strip. And I would probably say that Caesars was probably the coolest. Dude, Caesars has. I mean, it, um, I mean, it, I mean we, we, we walked down the Strip fucking I was going to say, did you see the, um, when you went to Caesars, the, like, really cool indoor shit they have with the, the clouds and stuff? And, like, yeah, we went, we went in there, and then uh, Venetian was really cool because it has. Venetian, I'm going for dinner. It's yeah. really cool because it's got, so it's like, it's yeah, got, it's got, the, with, it's got uh, the clouds in it, too, <laughs> but it also has the, the, I guess you just call it a canal, I guess, more or less. I know what you're and talking the about. The canal yeah. that goes right through the center of yeah. it. Like, I saw it on your story, crazy. too. So I yeah. remember, I, yeah. I was, like again, like 13 when I saw it. So you putting it on your story gave me, like, flashbacks from there. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really cool. They have a magician over there in Vegas. His name's Matt Franco. This guy is insane. Oh, I love my magician, too. Back in the way Oh, back you're talking about your portfolio? Yeah. <laughs> okay, magician as well. Yeah. So so who's this Matt Franco? Uh, Matt Franco is a goat. Like, this man had to this guy like made it, he made himself appear from like America's Got Talent to a Ferris wheel in like a minute. A Ferris wheel in a different state. Like everyone was like, "What the hell? How did that just happen?" And I was like, I was watching. I was like ten years old at the time. I'm still don't know how he did that. Like this guy's insane. But for Vegas, one thing I'm really excited about is uh, what's it called? I get to finally bet legally. And inside information the Super Bowl they do this they do insane bets like over under for the national anthem they do all these crazy bets, bets for the national anthem yeah like if he's over a minute and 30 seconds really so they don't even just bet on the game oh they bet like everything I didn't know that I never knew they bet on like the national yeah, anthem yeah no. and uh, this is the only bet in like history that's 50-50 it's besides like the banker banker versus player I forget what that one's called but uh it's the only bet that's for sure 50-50 is the Super Bowl coin flip. And I'm putting a lot of money on heads. <laughs> like, like, I'm so... Damn. If you guys want to join me and put money on heads, then good luck. If you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. what's the pot for heads right now for you? It's, it's up there. It's up there? You can say no. Like, a couple racks at least? Yeah. Okay. It'll be up there. Still, that's 50-50. Yeah, no, honestly, I, I if there was anything I would bet on, it would probably be that too. Because, like, everything else in Vegas is 47 all those blackjack if you sit at a table for blackjack for longer than two hours your odds go from like 47 to like 20 yeah like it, it's like the longer you stay that's the why worse it gets yeah there's a reason why vegas can afford those nice buildings and afford dude everything. the one thing i remember when i was going to vegas was the amount of homeless people there like on the oh, streets yeah. there are a lot of homeless people if you live in vegas you're a gambler like you're, you can't get yeah. around it and so many of those people just can't escape it to the point where they're trapped. Like, even tourists get yeah, stuck there girls, because they run out of fucking money. Girls go to being hookers because it's legal over there. Yeah. And guys just get there. There's only so much a guy can do for money. Yeah. Can't, like, we were, you could be I, a gay hooker. When I was yeah. walking down the strip, they gave um, they gave me, like, four of these. Like, they're, you guys can't see it because you're not here, but air quote baseball cards. Yeah. And they were just <laughs> he pitch, showed me these. pictures yeah. of just these... <laughs> Of these girls, and they were, they had it had like their phone number on it, and yeah, it was like, it was like it's a like, business card. It was really just a business yeah. card for their for prostitution ring, yeah. 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 And it was like fifty bucks, and it had their fucking phone number. And on it there. was like, oh, this one might be worth fifty. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then we we passed a couple of actual hookers on the street, you know, like like real people. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Just Vegas is so bad. You can't. I remember again. I was like. 13 years old going down the strip and you'd see (laughs) even car like these big buses with like you know like promotions Mm -hmm. for strippers and like they they actually promote that shit in the city like it's like a like a fucking concert or something it's insane oh yeah it's it's a thriving dude imagine how much money you could make if you were like not pimp? not the stripper, but you were the pimp, pimp of yeah. the strippers. Vegas pimps probably bring home oh, six yeah. figures at least. They make around like 10, 20 percent, and those rich guys they'll they'll spend a three cent here. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, man. You're right because all these rich guys go to Vegas. Yeah, and... like like it was like fifty dollars was like the price that you know was on the card, but you don't pay fifty dollars for like that quality of stripper. You pay like. 
I don't know how much money you really pay, but you you can't you I couldn't have called it and like hit it up for fifty bucks. And You're absolutely right. Like well, that, that's, that's kind of the like standard. Yeah. Just to even I think, talk to them. Yeah, I think it is because here a hooker, it would cost like you go to one of those massage parlors or something. It would probably cost you like two three hundred dollars. That's because it's like hard to find. It's yeah. Bad. But Vegas, it's like it's everywhere. So they people go to, to Vegas to get hookers. Yeah. Supply and demand. It is crazy to think about. Because that city is... That's something my cousin in Greece told me. <laughs> yeah. He goes, like, you can have a fun time with a girl. You can even pay for a couple laps. He goes, because you pay for sex, but... It, it, it's you are so, down bad on a different level yeah, if you're doing that. Such a disrespect to your manhood to have to go through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, Vegas is known as, like, Sin City for a yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. I never knew that as a kid until, you know, I grew up and realized... Going to Vegas at 13 was not really that fun, I'm not going to lie, because no. there's nothing to do. Yeah, nothing to do. Once you're 21, it's a whole different world. It's yes, crazy to it think is. that you can just get shit-faced and run around the streets and, like, mm-hmm. have a good-ass time. What's cool is, like, Caesars Palace are, like, I mean, that's just one example, but there's multiple. You, I mean, it's so big, it has everything you need. I mean, it's got multiple bars in it. It's got the shops, if you like shopping, I don't really care about it, but it's got... The casino, it's got the hotel, it's got restaurants, it's got all this stuff. So, I mean, you could stay there for like a week and never leave your hotel because it's got everything you need. You walk the distance. Yeah. Or you could leave if you want to or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is crazy to think about. It is. And there's, mul- and, there, and like, there's multiple hotels that are like that. We don't have anything like that in Jacksonville no. at all. No. That's the thing about this city. It's one of the biggest cities... Uh, so like like size wise in in the is? continental U.S. Jacksonville is the biggest city. The only, the only there's only two cities bigger, and they're in Alaska. Every other city is smaller by land size. And yet, there isn't a lot to do here. Like there's stuff like Jack's Beach I loved, and you know the stuff downtown in Jack's is fun, mm-hmm. but for how big it is. It's really more of like an urbanized area, like yes. people are living. It really kind of Big blows. Population. It blows my mind that like, cause Orlando has like Disney, they have Universal, they have all this stuff, and it. I don't really understand why Jacksonville doesn't have any of that because Jacksonville is the first city you come into when you come. What into is the Florida. closest thing we have? We have Alligator Farm in San Augustine. Not shit. And we have the zoo. Yeah, that's we have a about zoo. It. That's like, there's no Universal. There's no like. No big theme park. It's kind of a letdown, to be honest with you. Yeah. Duval need to step up. They do. Entertainer. They do. Yeah, yeah. Not with the Jaguars this year. <laughs> that was... I'm a Dolphins fan, so I can't really talk. But, hey, we went... The Dolphins went from being 0-7 to 7-0. So, our, we ended the year, I think, 8-7. and Or 8-8 eight and eight or something. We almost made the playoffs. Well, almost. Almost. We almost always did. Yeah, I, I was a I was a Bengals fan for the longest time. Now you should be a Bengals fan. I know I, I got out of it, but I've been seeing them doing better now, so I should get back into it. Mm-hmm. I got on the list for uh, this the way uh, I've been getting to the watch business too lately. Not even just like business, just because I like watches. So there's this watch. It's called a Rolex, a Rolex Rainbow Daytona, and it's like insane like you buy it for like 60 grand and then the resale value goes up like 400 grand they only make five a year and i got on the list somehow so like and usually a lot of people get on the list and only five people get chosen so if i get chosen that's five hundred thousand dollars profit if i get chosen. yeah that's wild i'm like what the hell (laughs) yeah dude imagine being 20 years old with five hundred thousand dollars of cash in your pocket yeah the shit you could do with that so, Stephen, what would you say right now, as, as the entrepreneur you are, what would be the best market for kids our age to get into right now? NFTs. I hate them. The <laughs> NFTs. I, I, I got into it. You know what those are, right, Tanner? Yes. What I do you think about them, Tanner? No comment. No comment on NFTs. Okay, well, then we're going to talk about it. I'll show you a couple items. How, you own them, okay. Well, I have How much Ethereum do you have right now, Stina? A lot. What's a lot? Let me see. So, that's... You have, uh, is that 20 Ethereum? Yeah. So that's... No, it's not. Yes, it's a That's lot. how much you have. Click 20, on it. 20 Ethereum for that. And then I'll show you the Coinbase. So there's Coinbase, and then there's... Uh, that's just NFTs, but you can only buy 
That's for... Wow. So Steno's showing us his... Uh, what app is this? It's just Coinbase. This Coinbase, is okay. Crypto info. Right, okay. So in here I have 12 Ethereum, 11 Cosmos, 4 Bitcoin, stuff like that. And then here is just NFTs. So here... Which, which NFT is he on? This is an ape owned by Slit. That. These apes. <laughs> that's a baby ape. He's got three NFTs right now. He's, yeah. he's feeling pretty good. And what are what is their value right now? The one ape I bought for two Ethereum, and I just sold it for twenty Ethereum. And then the baby apes I bought for one Ethereum, and uh, I haven't sold them yet. But I could probably sell them for like ten Ethereum for their baby one. That's crazy though. Think about. But yeah, when, you know how much one Ethereum is worth, Tanner? No, I do not. What are we going right now? Probably four thousand. Probably more than that. No, it's not more than four thousand. How much? Probably three actually. Probably thirty one hundred, something thirty two hundred. Okay, uh, thirty one hundred. Yeah. Thirty one hundred. That's really impressive stuff, though. Yeah, the Odyssey goes to eight, but like if you if you have cash or something, put all that money in crypto. Like whether you like everyone's everyone will tell you their two cents about it, but like. You can always print more of the dollar. So you recommend, just so I know, you recommend Ethereum investing based on NFTs, any kind of cryptocurrency right now, opposed to maybe starting a side hustle and investing in that. Like I'm asking generally, yeah, as an entrepreneur, so. what would you say? Well, you need capital. You can't, like my brother tried getting into Ethereum with like $10. Let's say you get into Ethereum. Ethereum price is at 3400 3100 Let's say the price goes to, let's say it doubles. Yeah. Say it doubles. It goes 62. To 62. So that $10 turns into $20. Yep. Like, you're right. It's, it, it's not shit. I get what you're like, saying. But let's say you have 10000 That turns into 20000 Just like that. Like, and it, it's just, it's not like an overnight thing. Like, there is a, there's a difference between investors and holders. Investors, you just, like, put money in, dump it put money in, dump it, like take money out. Those are just gamblers. What I do, every Bitcoin I've had, every Ethereum I have, I've had for a while. Like, at one point I had millions of dollars of Bitcoin. When it went up to $80,000 per share, $70,000 per share, I had, I, had like, I had like a lot and I chose not to sell. And now I'm like, maybe I should have sold. But I'm thinking about it because I haven't, and then it went all the way down to 20. So I lost a lot of money. It fluctuates constantly. Yeah, but I just didn't sell. People get scared. They sell. And that's how, that's how they lose their money. If you just hold, I, I get paid to hold. When and you, you get notifications on your phone. You can see when it's going to yeah. drop. You can't see when it's going to drop. but Nobody knows when it's going to yeah. drop. So even when the projection shows it's dropping, it could immediately go back up. So that's what you're saying. Like You don't know how well, badly it's going to drop. It just happens. Like you can, I, can, I can predict it goes to 100000 next year. But it might not. It might will. But look, there's something called earned interest. And all my stuff, I stake them. So I've made like all this money from just staking, staking, and staking. Like the longer you hold, the more you get. So let's say I have twenty Ethereum. You get, I think it's like three percent back. So that's like a couple Ethereum just for holding it, not selling. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's like the next world we're gonna be living in. So yeah. Yeah, the the metaverse, right, is gonna be entirely cryptocurrency oriented. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I don't know a lot about it right now, and that's what I'm learning about. That's why I'm staying up till like five a.m. every night. Cause I need to get out in front of it than everyone else because it's scary to think about. Like we're gonna be waking up, and then we're just gonna like put a mask on, and then that's gonna be our reality. Like our reality is gonna change. Hopefully I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I don't. I think that's retarded. But it's like Elon Musk does this chip thing now. Elon Musk is a freaking genius. Keep in mind that he does this. Oh, chip the thing. chip in the brain thing. I would never do it, but I think that's good for people who have uh, like a uh, um, par- where they're paralyzed. He's yeah. they're saying he could fix it. They're saying he could redo all this stuff. And, do it to them, but don't do it to me. Right, but it, it, it goes beyond that at some point. There's yeah. going to be a point where we're not, you know, augmenting humans to correct things. We're going above that to try to enhance humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's where the ethics come into play. Which yeah. is like, dude, like, 
I, I want to go when God wants me, not, yeah. when, not what Elon You're Musk right. wants me to do. <laughs> not what Elon Musk has done with you. Yeah. That is crazy to think about how in the metaverse, you know what the metaverse is, Tanner. Mm. The metaverse being like this new idea of um, everything being moved online, having online, uh, you know, properties. I am not against online college. But everything else, it's crazy, bro. I had my first ever. It was actually fun. I had my first ever meeting online. Like, my boy, he's from uh, Miami, and I'm like, and it has to be in person meeting. Like, I have we have to like see each other. And he was like, I don't want to come to a Jacksonville. I know you don't want to come to Miami, so let's do this online. So I went. That's why I told you I got a uh, Oculus. I went to Best Buy. I got an Oculus. I put it on, set everything up for like ten minutes. It was really easy. And then I chose a character, and like I look down, I am the damn character. I'm like, okay, this is me now. So then he invited me. I get like a thing, and it invited me to a meeting, and I go, I accepted it. And then like, screen went blank, and I see a meeting. He goes, sit down. I sit down. And I fell on my ass. I was like, I was like oh, I'm like, imagining a chair or something. But then I sat down. I I brought a chair, sat down, and he was putting a PowerPoint like on the board, and I was looking at it. I'm like, oh damn, that's really cool. So like, and then at the end we shook hands. And I was like, okay, this is so weird. Like, this is like gonna be a reality. And that was my first ever meeting online. So it was it was weird, dude. To think that that would be our future at some point, like the typical. It's kind of scary. It is scary. And people like when people are like, oh, like trust me, I'm like screw that. But like, I know it's coming. Like people will just be like, oh, that's and they just want to ignore it. That's what people do. They're just like, I'm scared, so I'm just gonna pretend like it's not happening. And they're gonna get left behind. Same with crypto. Like my, one of my buddies, he sold like 400 shares. He had 400 Bitcoin at the time. And right now, 400 Bitcoin would be like a billion dollars. Or a mil- definitely a million. Yeah. But somewhere around there. And he sold it when he made like four or 300 grand. But he would have held it like, because he didn't think it was going to be anything. You just hold, dude. Like you just, you got to get out in front. You make a risk. You don't just take small gains. You got to risk the ladies. Not for those Doge coins and stupid stuff like that. Imagine yeah. all those, like all the people that, like a long time ago, they had like they were kids, right? And they had like a hundred bucks, and they were like, "Oh, let's just, I'll just put that in Bitcoin, you know, whatever." Bitcoin was cents at the time, yeah. And, and now, seeing the value of it now, and you had like a hundred bucks in there, but that was so long ago, you don't remember, your, you know, anything about it. So you you have that money there, but you can't get to it. Imagine how frustrating that. That would, would be awful. I, I remember in high school people saying stuff like about Bitcoin and just kind of pacifying it because nobody knew what the hell it was going to be. I didn't know. And it's like so hard. Now you can buy Bitcoin easily. But back then it was actually hard. Like right now I'm trying to buy this new coin and it's like, it won't say because you're Republican, but it's like, it's like, it's so hard to find. I have to like go here, go here, buy it through this app, buy Ethereum, then buy it. Like same with NFTs. It's like, it's not easy. That's why people don't do it. Like with NFTs, you have to buy Ethereum. Then you have to buy this. Then you can buy the NFT. And you put bid on the NFT. Like, it's just so complicated that. I, like, it's for new people, I say learn about it. Me, I'll pass because I already have solid income. I don't need that to add that to my portfolio. Right. But if I see an NFT, I'll, I might throw a couple hundred at it and just play. <laughs> there's no boundaries for NFTs, though. Like, there's not. Like, Bitcoin, you can see a price. You set your own price. So let's say me and you take a picture, you think it's worth. Ten thousand dollars. You set that price at ten thousand dollars. No one can tell you otherwise. Yeah, you're right. Some idiot will buy it. It's like, weird to think that. That's all it is, bro. That's yeah. literally all it is. Like people say, it's money laundering, but it's also just the well, idea of convincing other people that this item is worth this price and selling it for that price. The reason why NFTs first became a thing was because uh, it was like created by like all these like like these big guys, Shaq. Lil Yachty and all those like big guys like Gary V, Logan Paul, yeah, people like that wanted to be in the same Discord and they couldn't get in contact with each other. Like something was going on, so they made NFTs to be a thing because everyone who has the same like I'm in a Discord with the same people who have the same age as me. It's not like anyone famous or anything. It's just like a couple millionaires or whatever here and there. But NFTs were a thing because people wanted to be in the same group. So let's say me and you have the same NFT, like. You know how it works? How like I have an ape, you can have an ape in the same collection. Yeah. So that's how NFTs work. Like angry apes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like angry apes, happy apes, like baby apes. Like you saw, yeah. the same collection of people are all in the same NFT Discord, 
so you can talk to people who have the same NFT as you. That's why it became a thing, because people like Gary Vee wanted to be in contact with like Logan Paul and people like that. So then they, they got the same NFT, and then now they're in the same Discord. Easy as that. That's crazy. Yeah. And this, this is only getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not going to yeah. go anywhere. What do you mean it's not going to go anywhere? Like, it's not going to go away? It's, or not, gonna go it's away. not going to go away. I thought you meant it was going to, like, no, take off. No, it's going to go somewhere. It's yeah, gonna go it's going to take off. Yeah, Tanner, you need to, you know, start, start open up a secondary up. savings account. and start then hustling up. Put money in that account every week and then take that money and put it in NFT. Yeah. It's genius. I personally own absolutely no assets in that world right now. Nope. And that's why I'm asking, like, where you want people to start. Let's say you're somebody who has absolutely no idea about investing using this as a medium what, what would you say you should start with do they have a phone yeah let's say they have a phone <laughs> google what is an NFT <laughs> <laughs> that's what Gary Lee says to do very broad answer it, it, that's where you start I guess you know yeah like you have to start somewhere it's like when I was wanting to become a lawyer I, I, I knew no laws like nothing so I went to amend uh, the uh the Constitution. Then you start with the amendments. Then you go to like state by it's state. It's all systemic from the yeah. standpoint. That makes sense. You have to know what it, you have to know what it is. Like it's uh, my brother wanted to invest in an NFT, and I was like, he was like, oh, I'm into NFTs now. Da, 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 da. I'm like, if you tell me what NFT stands for, I will buy you any NFT you want. And he couldn't do it because non fungible substance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and he couldn't do it. I'm like, if you don't know what it is, how are you an investment? Like before yeah. I invested in Ethereum or Bitcoin. I researched it. I knew what they back, what they were backed by, and I knew like everything about it. I knew like, and it's not, it's not even gambling at that point. It's just investing. Like, you're, I'll go, like I've never lost money investing except Dogecoin. I've lost a lot of money in Dogecoin, <laughs> and that was the only thing. But everything else, it equals out. So, that's, well, that's good to hear, bro. If you have anything else you want to talk about, any. Um, Plugs you want to put in here, you know, like I said, anything you want to promote right now, aside from your book coming out. What was yeah. your book called again? The just mentor. So we know. The mentor. And is it just your your full name by Stino Pasqualast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very interesting. Um, and aside from that, um, Tanner, is there anything you want to add right now? Not a lot, man. Not really. Okay. Well, we really appreciate you having on, bro. Of course, Very interesting conversation to talk about, you know, NFTs and even background stuff. I love having people come on here to talk about their own personal life and stuff. Um, I think this is a really good first episode, and I'm excited to see where we go from here. We'll definitely have Skino back on. Probably by the time he he is back on, he'll have his book out, you know, a ton of other really cool stuff to talk about. So I'm looking forward to it, all right? All right, well, thank you for everybody watching, um, and stay tuned for the next episode. See you guys.